hopes were high when the disciples strode into Jerusalem with Jesus. Unlikely pairing of donkey and king, a flash mob of welcome and joy gathered round him. Patchwork carpet of garments rolled out, a royal reception. But in secret, sinister forces gathered. Jesus, the outsider, was too much of a threat. His message of love found no purchase in their hearts. With crowd manipulation and trumped up charges, they arrested Jesus. Lonely, silent, condemned to die. With merciless efficiency, soldiers scourged and crucified him. In agony, Jesus cried, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. He breathed his last. The woman and Joseph took Jesus' broken body down. With haste, they wrapped and placed it in the cold and silent tomb. Red-eyed from weeping, they found refuge as the Sabbath sun set. Where to put yourself on the day after your world has been torn apart? They hide, they weep, they wonder how it all went so wrong. They search in heart and mind for a reason, for relief, for comfort, but find none. The first day of the week dawned. In the half light, the woman came back to offer a final customary dignity to Jesus' body. But Mary stops, eyes wide, in front of the gaping tomb, the final outrage, twist of knife, unbearable loss. Some gardener, some labourer, some soldier or servant has taken my Lord away. Sobbing, she stumbles back to the group to find Peter and John. They gather their courage and venture tombward. Their hearts pound as they begin to sprint. Their world is askew. No datum, no security. Bewilderment, distress and grief all tumble together. John arrives first and peers inside. Peter catches up and plunges in. They see Jesus' shroud, but not his body. John believes, and they both return to the others. But Mary Magdalene stays by the tomb. She assumes the nearby stranger has taken Jesus' body. Mary, Jesus says. She would recognize that voice anywhere. It's the master, it's the Lord. Her weeping turns to tears of joy. She returns to the others saying, I have seen the Lord. And so the Easter story has been told and retold by Christians from then until now. We know it so well. And the reason is that it is the story that frames all other stories. And all the people within the story, Mary, Peter, John, Joseph, and others are real people responding to the greatest crisis they had known. So in these days of pandemic and civil emergency, where do we go to find meaning? As Christians, we have the resources within our faith. We have this great story of Jesus' death, the waiting, and the resurrection. So where are you in the story? Perhaps your loss is so raw that you're like John and the woman looking on at Jesus' death on Good Friday. 
perhaps you're like all the other disciples who are nowhere to be seen, in denial, hiding, hoping it will all go away, simply not facing the reality of the disaster. Or perhaps you associate with Joseph of Arimathea. He was the one offering practical help in the midst of chaos, doing the right thing. Or perhaps Holy Saturday is your day, a day when we're exhausted with grief. We've cried all the tears we're going to cry, a day when the enormity of the situation sinks in. You realise the numbers quoted in the media represent people, people who have died, people who have no job. Holy Saturday is a day of loss, a day of aloneness, a day of despair. But Holy Saturday is also an in-between day, the day between Good Friday and Easter Day. We know there is no resurrection without the cross, but we also know that there is no resurrection without the pain of waiting. And that's what we're in right now. In lockdown, there is so much waiting. There is no business as usual. We wait, we count down the days, we long for the end. Or perhaps, just perhaps, Easter Day is your day. You have the vision and the hope that there will dawn a better day. You will embrace your loved ones again. We will move about our city independently and not awkwardly avoiding others. We will join together as a church family. And that will be a great day. A couple of nights ago, the movie Lion was screened. It's the story of a five-year-old boy living in rural India who falls asleep on a train and finds himself lost thousands of miles from home. He's eventually adopted by an Australian couple and grows up in Tasmania. 25 years later, he returns to try and find his parents. And the film finishes with the young man finding his mother and they touch their faces and embrace. It is a most moving scene. He was dead, but now is alive. That in part is what resurrection means. The depth of loss is turned into the joy of new life. The confusion and chaos is transcended by the hope we have in Jesus Christ. Jesus went all the way for us. He did not turn aside, but went all the way to the cross. He died, but on the third day he rose again. He went through death, out the other side, into a new, a new life beyond. A new life which even now seeps into ours and gives us hope. As the children in the video clip affirmed, Nothing, not even really bad stuff, can separate us from God's love. Amen.